The way I used to do goal setting in the past would often leave me totally overwhelmed. And I was raising the bar so high for myself that I was basically trying to change every little thing about my life and career all at the same time, which meant I was only setting myself up for failure. And that, of course, defeats the whole purpose of planning for a new year. But thankfully, in recent years, I have came across some amazing mentors who have shown me a more intentional and self-compassionate way of preparing for a new year. And I'll be sharing this process with you in this two-part goal-setting for your music business mini-series. Welcome to the Business Coaching for Artists podcast with me, your host, Susanna. I'm a singer and songwriter with over 18 years experience in the music industry. Even though you have probably never heard of me before, I have built a successful music career as one of the top vocalists in the trans music genre, and I now get to spend every day doing what I love most, songwriting, singing, and performing. A few years ago, I felt called to help other artists do the same. With BCFA, it is my mission to help you make your dream music career come true. A music career that aligns with who you are, your personality, your values, your unique gifts and vision without overworking and losing yourself in the process. Hello, lovely. I hope all is well on your end. I just want to take a moment first to express my gratitude and thank you for being here. Recently, I have received some wonderful comments and emails and messages from listeners and followers of the BCFA Instagram page, and that really means a lot to me. And I also think it's really interesting, because a few weeks ago, I actually set an intention to show up more consistently on the podcast as well as on Instagram, you know, to share value and inspiration, which is what I've been doing with bi-weekly episodes here on the podcast, almost daily stories and regular posts. Besides that, I am currently also running two ad campaigns. Maybe you've seen one, one for my ebook on simplifying your music business for more success, joy and ease, and one to promote the BCFA podcast. And the last time that I increased my visibility like that, I was met with some negativity. Just a few comments here and there, but funny enough, this time around, the energy seems completely different. I can't prove it, of course, but I wouldn't be surprised if that has to do with me myself being in a much better and more positive headspace lately. Kind of funny how that works, right? All right, let's move on to today's topic. So it's December, and for me, that usually means the start of a period where I go inward, reflect on the past year, and set goals and intentions for the year to come. And I've been doing this a couple years in a row now, and I honestly believe that doing this so-called year reset has actually helped me to grow over the past couple years, both on a personal and a professional level. And I thought it would be nice to walk you through my year reset process in a two-part mini-series here on the podcast in during this month of December. The past two years, I have 
also recorded episodes about this topic, but every year my process changes a little bit because I get new insights and, you know, personally, I think it's always good to get a refresher and hear things multiple times, especially when some time has passed in between. We may take the information and the teachings in on a different level or interpret the information in new ways. So here I am with another episode on goal setting. Now, the way I used to do goal setting in the past would often leave me feeling overwhelmed. I was raising the bar really high. That was the perfectionist in me. (laughs) Trying to change pretty much every little thing about my life and career all at the same time. So I was really only setting myself up for failure. And that, of course, defeats the whole purpose of it. But thankfully, in recent years, I came across some amazing mentors, such as business coach James Wedmore and YouTuber Musa, sorry, Musa, Michelle B. Sorry, you spell it with M-U. That's why I was tripping over my words, Michelle B. And I definitely recommend checking out her YouTube channel, by the way. And they have shown me different, more intentional and self-compassionate ways of preparing for a new year. And that's the first thing I want to stress. Having a breakthrough year for your music business isn't simply about doing more. You've probably heard me say this more than once if you've been following me for a while. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day and you also need time to rest and recover and enjoy life. I mean, hello. (laughs) So you don't have to become a superhuman. The trick is, however, and I feel like I'm starting to sound like a broken record, pun intended, it's all about becoming more intentional about what you do. So before we get to the goals part in the next episode, in this episode, first we will reflect on the year that has passed. Now, I do want to point out or stress that this is how I like to prepare for a new year. And it's been working really well for me. But of course, you are free to take from it what feels inspiring to you or helpful to you and leave or adjust the rest. At the end of the day, there is no right or wrong way to set goals for your music business. Although I do think that what I'm going to be sharing with you will be really valuable and impactful. I recommend also, you know, choosing a designated notebook for your yearly reset and goal setting process. That's what I have done. I have one notebook solely for this purpose. So every year I get to read what I wrote down the year before, which is fun to do and in in and of itself is very insightful also. I often find myself thinking, wow, did I really write that? That's so smart and helpful. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like I said, it's easy to forget insights and wins we've had or quotes that help us, affirmations that help us through the day. 
So writing them down and having a designated notebook for it so that every year you can read back or throughout the year, you know, you don't just have to do it like once a year to read back um, what you wrote is really, um, yeah, really helpful. Now, of course, you can do this all in your head, but trust me, writing it down will be so much more powerful. It takes some effort. But achieving a level of success that you've never experienced before isn't something that's just going to magically fall into your lap. So we're reflecting on the past year. That's what the first step we're going to do and the main topic of today's episode. And in the next episode, we will talk about setting actual goals for the new year. And now you might be thinking, why should I reflect on the past year. I prefer to look ahead instead of dwelling on the past. Well, dwelling on the past indicates that you are stuck in the past, whereas reflecting on the past is meant to look back without judgment, to celebrate both the ups and the downs. There's this quote that I heard recently that I think is really amazing. Success is a lousy teacher. It's actually the downs that hold the most powerful lessons. So if we allow ourselves the space to reflect on those lessons, we can not only come to terms with the downs and the setbacks, but also bring those valuable lessons into the new year and avoid history repeating itself. And on the other hand, Taking stock of your victories and the things that did go well holds valuable clues as well. It holds clues as to what would be the best way to move further and grow further in the new year. So the way in which you interpret the past makes a huge difference. And no, we're not here to be dwelling on the past or feeling sorry for ourselves. We're here to learn the lessons and leverage them to make the next year an amazing year. Now, let's make this practical. I've got six questions for you to ask yourself to review your year. And some of these questions were introduced to me by James Wedmore. I mentioned him before. I highly recommend you check him out. He's an amazing business mentor from the US. And I've been following him for a few years now, actually. And I found his approach to goal setting really helpful. So first, I'm going to read you all six questions. And then after that, I'm going to dive in a little deeper per question and also give you examples to help get your thinking going. Question number one, what have my wi- been my wins for 2022? So the things that went well, the victories, the goals that I achieved. Question number two, what else happened in the last 12 months? Number three, what were the lessons and mindset breakthroughs of each thing I experienced in the past year, both the high and the lows, that I can now take with me in the new year? Question number four, who was I in January 2022? So the previous January. Question number five, who am I now? And question number six, what am I still holding on to from the past year that is taking up mental, emotional, and physical space? And what will there be room for when I let that go? 
So let's have a closer look at the first question. What have been my wins for 2022? So this is basically to get us started with the good stuff, the fun stuff. And I've noticed when I first started writing down my wins and victories and things I'm grateful for, I found it kind of hard to come up with things sometimes. If you experience the same, please know it, it, it might take practice. Try starting with at least three things, three wins. And you'll notice that even being aware of this question will help you come up with more wins over the next couple days. I actually still have to sit down myself and do my year review for this year, for 22, which I'm actually planning to do this weekend. I carved out some time on Sunday. But some, just from the top of my head, some of my wins for 2022 are having the courage to invest more in advertising this year than I ever did before, getting back to touring internationally, and organizing a well-received songwriter and vocalist meetup during Amsterdam dance events. So those are a few of my wins and things that I'm excited about and proud of. Question number two, what else happened in the last 12 months? The key here is to be factual about what happened. So writing down what happened without interpretation or judgment. So instead of writing, I released a song that flopped, which is your interpretation of what happened. Write, I released a song that did not make it into the top 10. Because maybe that was your goal. You wanted to release a song that made it into the top 10. That's factual. Question number three. What were the lessons and mindset breakthroughs of each thing I experienced in the past year? both the highs and the lows, that I can now take with me in the new year. Two years ago, for example, one of the things that had happened to me that year was that I developed what I thought was tinnitus in the period where I was struggling with writer's block on my new collaboration with Armin van Buren. I started having this ringing in my ear. So for this question... I reflected on what the experience had taught me and I wrote, and I'm quoting from my notebook, my tinnitus scare taught me the importance of listening to my inner voice when it's telling me I'm pushing myself too hard. It has taught me that I need to take regular breaks as well as the importance of asking for help and confiding in whoever I am collaborating with instead of just struggling on on my own. To look for a writing partner and or consider outsourcing the vocal editing and mixing when I feel stuck or overwhelmed. And this, writing this down back then helped me in part two to set goals um, to write things like this down. But more about that in the next episode, (laughs) because we're not going to just be creating a list of goals. We're going to dive in a little deeper, but I'll tell you more about that in two weeks. Question number four, who was I in January 2022? Probably not the easiest question, 
but the question of who is also going to play a big role when we get to phase two, the goal setting phase. So think of how you felt last January. How was your mindset? Did you feel excited and confident about the year ahead? Or maybe you felt overconfident and you got disappointed later on. Were you dealing with any limiting beliefs or did you have any stories about yourself, your life, your career and your potential? Two years ago, I had written down, in January, I felt excited for the year ahead. I envisioned having a breakthrough in my coaching business, as well as working with more high-profile artists, but I also felt a bit insecure about it. I felt it was time for more focus to release more music and to take better care of myself. So that is a little bit of who, what I wrote down for who was I in January, the, the previous January. Question number five, who am I now? Almost a year has passed, so chances are you're no longer the same person you were in January. And one of the things that I wrote that same year was the biggest difference between myself now and one year ago is that I now realize more than ever To have the breakthrough music business and income I desire, I have to do things I've never done before and become a version of myself I've never been before. So this is just just an example. And then finally, question number six. What am I still holding on to from 2022 that is taking up mental, emotional and physical space? And what will there be room for when I let that go? This is one of James Wetmore's questions, and I think it's a really powerful question. For example, maybe you've been having a belief that there is never enough time to do all the things that need to be done to achieve the career you envision, leading you to always always feel in a rush, like you're wasting valuable time. Then letting go of that belief in the new year would allow you to be able to work in a more relaxed and confident state and create space for you to rest and recharge without feeling like you should be working all the time or feeling like you're wasting valuable time. For example, one thing I wrote down for these questions a few years ago was, for this question, was even though I've grown more courageous, To some extent, I'm still playing small. I'm letting fear of rejection hold me back from taking certain steps that are necessary to reach the next level, such as asking for help or reaching out to exciting artists for collabs. If I let this go, I will create room to work with amazing songwriters who will help me get the best out of myself. It will be so much fun and take off the pressure of doing it all by myself. If I let this fear go and hire an audio engineer to do the editing, I will save myself a lot of time and energy. And the funny thing is, the year after, I actually did ask for help more, hired an audio engineer for one of my projects and started working with other songwriters. So just to show you, this stuff really works. Like I said, completing these exercises is going to take some soul searching and you may want to give yourself the next two weeks until part two of the mini series 
will be published to complete them. But in my experience, even if the answers don't come to you right away, once you've started to ask yourself these questions, you'll notice the answers will be coming to you in unexpected moments. While you're getting groceries or going for a walk or cooking or maybe in your sleep, in <laughs> your dreams. That's my experience. Not really while I sleep, but yeah, while I'm doing other stuff, the answers come. Because the questions have opened my mind to those questions. Uh, the questions have opened my mind to getting those answers. All right, that's it for part one. If you've enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, I would like to ask you to give the show a rating on Spotify. You can do so in the mobile application or leave a review on iTunes. And if you're looking for guidance to help you achieve your music career goals in 2023, you can request a free 30 minutes discovery call with me via the link in the episode description. Part two of this mini-series will air on December 28th. If you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred streaming platform, you will receive a notification when this new episode goes live. All that's left for me to do now is to wish you an amazing day. Much love. <laughs>